0: i haven't listened to that
1: episode in years i have never listened to it really on purpose i was going back in time i was just trying to i was going back in memory lane i was reminiscing (laughs)
0: Welcome to the intro. I'm Josh Anderson. I'm Bob Galen. We're going to do this intro 150 times. Are we? Yeah. One for each episode we've ever produced.
1: So, Metacasters, this is the 150th episode. Uh, we're not going to tease you. We're not going to tell you what it's about. We're just going to move it. We're not going to try to sell you anything. <laughs> we're moving in, right?
0: Yep. Onto the episode. Welcome to the Medicast. I'm Josh Anderson.
1: And I'm Bob Galen. Medicasters, this is a special, special day. What day is it, Josh? Uh, Monday. It's Monday. Uh, the, it is July twenty second. Mm-hmm. We are recording a medicast today. We are. What's the topic of it? I don't know. It's our one hundred and fiftieth episode of in Roman rules that like ml (laughs) you should know that i mean that's what you learned growing up yeah but i forgot it you know i was a pad student in (laughs) grade school right yeah yeah Mm. right in
0: 45 and i had
1: like my teacher was caesar Epicurus, or something like that you
0: brought up papyrus not too long ago yeah
1: and we were well are you laughing about... That's the only paper we had. I know. Right? I'm well aware. Right. And we would we would squeeze like octopus for their ink and <laughs> use that. It, it was a hard time, Josh. Mm, yeah. It was harsh. Don't laugh about us. I know. Hey, back in the day. I won't laugh. Back in the day. of The, the Roman Empire had its time, Josh. I know. So, Medicasters, this is our 150th episode. Yep. Uh, almost ten years. this isn't our anniversary yet. Our anniversary is on January fourteenth, I think. Something like that. Yeah, but uh, this is. We thought we'd celebrate our hundred fiftieth. With sort of a like like a you know sort of traveling back memory lane. We need that like. Do 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 do. We need sound effects. Yeah,
0: we need sound effects. The time traveling sound
1: effects, or maybe like uh, Twilight Zone sound effects, or I'm do, sure you would like, like some Star
0: Trek. We clearly have a future in sound effects. <laughs> should, or
1: not. Yeah, we should stick uh, we should to s- our day job. Agile. And we do that not so well. Yeah, but, but I think the sound effects were a, a new low yeah. for you. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yes, under the bus. So that's how today's going to go. I, I,
0: I pull up. I park on the street in front of Bob's house. I'm there checking my phone before I come in. Here comes this guy. Creeping up behind me on the driver's side, knocking on the window, threatening to tase me.
1: I Well, no. I asked you for your driver's license and your registration, and you paused. And one of your hands was, was not visible. You didn't show any validation that you were Your hand wasn't visible. I, you could have been going for a weapon. <laughs> so I was ready to tase you. And I
0: wish you could have seen the joy.
1: Oh, man. he had oh. envisioning tasing if, me. No, in all seriousness, Josh, and, and this would have probably ended our friendship. But I would have done it anyway. <laughs> if I'd have had a taser, you would have been tased <laughs> just for the just for just for the joy of the tasing. Oh, my gosh, I now I don't want to hurt you, but seeing you flop around in the car, like <laughs> temper- I'm
0: pretty sure that would hurt.
1: Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. But it wouldn't kill you.
0: So that's how today started, in case anybody's wondering where we're going today and today's But I didn't tase him. Yeah, so he backed off. He was kind.
1: So why don't we let's let's just go down memory lane, Mm -hmm. talk about some miscellaneous topics. So we really don't have a medica an agile topic today. We're gonna review the MediCast and just talk about history, how we got here, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Uh but you're in for a ride? We think it's a good one. So why did we start with this? Why Metacast? Where did the We talked about it historically, but we haven't in a while. The, mm-hmm. the Metacast, the name. Where did the name come from, Josh? It came from Bob. Bob was in this weird phase in his
0: life where everything was prefaced with meta. There were meta backlogs and meta ideas. And there was even like, it got to be meta Bob. Meta bathroom. Just meta everything. Meta food. It, meta it, it everything. It got out of control. Those of you that have kids... Like, you have kids that latch onto a word and, like, or maybe a bad joke, and, like, that's all you hear, and it's just, would you please stop? Well, Bob got to that same level.
1: I, it, was, it was a meta backlog mostly, right? Yeah, but the it was. The big thing was meta backlog. For some reason man. back then, and a meta backlog was, like, an aggregate backlog, like, call it a portfolio or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was, I I mean, I'm embarrassed. I overused it. <laughs> yes, like all the time. It yeah. was a meta everything. It
0: was painful.
1: So then when it came time for us to name the darn thing, I think you came up with it. Why yeah. don't you call it like the Metacast? Yeah, you right? call
0: everything meta. It was Met, the, call the it the Metacast. Yeah.
1: Now, the downside is it doesn't sound agile or anything. So from a branding point of view, it couldn't be a worse like branding problem. No, right? From a name. It's not great. It's not great in searches and things like that. But that's the history of it. Uh, I have a thank you. I want to, you know, we've lambasted Teradata a bit. People at Teradata, but also Teradata. But I I was sitting here this morning thinking about what to talk about, and I got really thankful Mm -hmm. about um, and grateful about Teradata. So without Teradata, I would have never met you. Mm Hmm. 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 Damn you, Teradata. (laughs) No. No, we would have never worked together. That's Correct. where we met. Yep. Uh that's where we started collaborating. Uh that's where I honed for a brief period of time on some agile chop. For a longer period of time, yeah. you you had some serious honing of your agile chops there. Yeah. So t- Teradata, Gonzalo, mm-hmm. and everyone there who uh sharpened me in the crucible of fire. It
0: was a challenging environment,
1: for if sure. Indeed, it but was. that,
0: but that, um, that forced us to figure things. It forced me to figure things out. It forced me to question where I wanted to go, how I wanted to lead, things I believed in, and things I didn't. And and I had to decide how important things were to me and take a stand, as opposed to just being somewhere where it was easy. Yep. It wouldn't have fostered the growth if I was
1: somewhere where That's everything true. was simple. That's why I'm saying I, I'm in all seriousness. Yeah. I'm, I'm grateful for the challenges in my life. They've mm-hmm. made me who I am. I mean, they were painful at the time. Mm-hmm. And if you go back, I think we've talked about this in a MetaCast in the early episodes. I know I, I'll admit I was bitter about Teradata. Mm-hmm. So if you listen to early episodes of the MetaCast, like in the you know in the early days, um, I was a little biased. I was probably too overly negative and too over-unitly critical about them. So just just ignore that. I mean, it's real, but go through it and don't get put off by it. But I probably overreacted to Teradata a little bit. I wasn't as appreciative. So time helps you be appreciative. Yeah.
0: Well, it's less you're able to put it in... A better frame right? right In that moment It's just reactive And frustration I, was, I, was, we
1: were, I think we both were And we yeah. played off Of each other In the early days Sometimes sometimes Again it wasn't Overly done But it, it was there You can hear it In those early Metacasts Uh you have anything You want to talk about?
0: Well if we're talking About early um, Bob and I met So it's funny my, my wife and I Whenever we Drive past A certain restaurant In Cary Coffee and crepes the first time you and I ever went to lunch, you're like, let's go to coffee and crepes. I don't drink coffee, and I never had a crepe. But I was like...
1: Did you like the crepe?
0: The crepe was fine. I was like, okay. So we went there and started talking. And then that that was the first, to me, that was the first moment where we started having
1: this never-ending discussion we did about do, things. We did do lunches, right? Mm-hmm. We I think we would... And I remember you had a cube that was by windows, if I remember yeah. correctly, uh, when I was there. And I would sort of stand by your cube, like I would darken your doorway, <laughs> you <win. laughs> and just we would chat about things, right? Um, and they they were good conversations. I mm-hmm. just remember, and you tolerated me because I, I can okay, Medicasters is going to come as a shock. But I can occasionally become obnoxious, just every once in a while. So he he showed good patience. That mm-hmm. Then. Mm-hmm. was he, challenge. Yeah, and we would do lunch. That was my own personal crucible. Co- it was. <laughs> 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 exactly. Coffee and crepes is one of my wife's favorite places. Is it really? I'm so creped out in my life.
0: Every time I go there, I'm like, well, coffee and crepes.
1: <laughs> it, it's it's Diane, Lo- I, Diane Actually. Diane
0: I said every time I go there, I've only ever been there once. Every time I drive past there.
1: Yeah, you know, I that is not I've a, never been there. That's not a Josh Beyond Anderson. Beyond that one no. That is not, not a Josh Anderson kind of place. No, right. No. Unless they had like, you know, uh I don't know, like a, a big old hot dog in a crepe or something Ooh, like that. There we go. Exactly. With all the fixings yeah. <laughs> just, just chili gonna... smothered all over you. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I know. Yeah. I know. Um What about favorite topics? I wrote down a few, like, and it's not just specific, like episodes, topics that we've covered over the years, or themes. We sometimes we do a theme yeah, I, package.
0: The ones I enjoy the most are when we try to take really strong stances on things that aren't. Uh, they might be mainstream, but we we get a bit more aggressive. Like, I'm pretty happy with our leave the nest and land safely thing that we just did. Um, We talked about agile jumping the shark and is agile dead and all those things where we try to take a strong stance and not just sound like everybody else. Like we wanted to say something and have it, have it be a little bit different and go out there and try and push ourselves to really question things. Those are the ones that I enjoy the most.
1: The ones I, there was a bad cop episode that we did around fifties or sixties episodes, fifties, Where we role played, and I was waterfall Bob, and you were agile Josh.
0: The episode of Nightmares.
1: And all joking aside, I know you you joke about (laughs) being scarred, but that's, I like that episode from a, I think, I think adopting those extreme
0: positions is similar,
1: is instructional to people, like role plays. Mm -hmm. Every once in a while, we do role plays. Right. Uh, Not too often, uh, but I think that role play can be, uh, you know, sort of really help people. So that one's one. We did a fear, uh, like a Halloween set of like fear of uh, several episodes. Mm -hmm. I don't know if we packaged it like that. I like that. Mm -hmm. I like the themes where we are extreme. Uh, I think the leaving the nest is one of my favorites as well. Uh, one theme that I think over the years that I'm pretty proud of is I think we've challenged leaders, Mm -hmm. uh, across a series of episodes you know either direct leadership episodes or indirectly uh, sometimes we've been obnoxious and maybe I've been obnoxious and I'm judgmental a little bit but in general I think we've cha- a lot of people aren't willing they're feel they're fearful of challenging leaders And I think we've been congruent. And we're not doing it – I'm not doing it – you're not doing it just because. Mm -hmm. So we're not being asses. We're not jaded. We're actually challenging – like asking them to up their game. Right, yeah. I think is a big part of it. Do you remember the Agile in football? Yeah. Like peanut butter and jelly or whatever Mm -hmm. that – did you like that? I like that one.
0: Yeah, it's it's natural to me. And that was um, relatively early in my Teradata career. I had a boss who told me to never use a sports analogy again because most of the developers on the team didn't care about sports so i turned that bit off for a while and as i look back i was disappointed that i did that because that's not who i was and that's that's how my brain works because of the yep. insane amount of time i spent in the sport, sports world but that's that's just so i was happy to bring that back and that Kickstarted started me into um, embracing that more than i had before as opposed to trying to turn that off we did that
1: one as a medicast i think and we also did it as a uh, conference talk mm-hmm. at least one or two a couple times I think maybe two or three times yeah uh i like yeah we did uh i thought it resonated really well with people yeah uh and we played off of that was another one of these pairings mm-hmm. where you had the football experience so we sort of Played off of that effectively, so I like that one. That leads into live. We've done some live medicasts that I I've enjoyed. Yeah, those that, are fun. And I think I think folks, we did one at uh, Red Hat Agile Day, mm-hmm. if I remember. Mm-hmm. I think we've had some videotapes. So Medicaster's is over. I think we have a couple of videos that are embedded in the links. Yeah, but uh,
0: we did one in that uh, city in the middle of Ohio.
1: Oh, oh, Ohio State, the Buckeyes. No, yeah. we did it in Columbus. In Columbus, yeah, exactly. Yeah, did, it, go, it was just Columbus. Go Buckeyes! Don't. And, and the only reason I say that, everyone, is because Josh is shivering as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> he has he. I. I. You don't appreciate Ohio State very much, do you?
0: Um, I don't like. I think appreciate is too kind of a term. I was I just, trying to. Yeah, lead, I was no. trying to
1: soft sell it. and no. then, Is it hate? Do you think? No. Oh, come on. It's close. It's, it's close. close to it's hatred. Close. Come hate, on.
0: Hate is a very strong word.
1: All right, mild hatred.
0: I don't wish ill intent.
1: Yeah. But if the I Buckeye just, exploded, if the bronze Buckeye in the middle the, of that okay, student sure. center exploded, the
0: statue can explode as long as it doesn't hurt anybody. Yeah,
1: no, no, at yeah. night. Yeah, if someone strapped a bomb yeah. to if it, it just melted or something. Oh, a pool, yeah. a pool of Buckeye. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. <laughs> you'd be, you'd smile. Look he's smiling, <laughs> Metacasters. So uh, there's another recurring theme that um,
0: I've been pretty proud of that 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 has really grown legs on its own and it it's it's probably been the one thing that's been consistent across the most of our episodes and that's been the topic of word count.
1: And what do you mean by that? Josh? <laughs> um you, go ahead. The
0: disproportionate amount of words produced by one co-host versus the other. Okay. Meaning you. <laughs> The thing that I enjoy about this is it's not just me that brings it up. It's uh, it's starting to feel like wherever you go, it kind of haunts you.
1: Well, because you always are like, you know, so you just, you, just say this like victim card, right? <laughs> like the oh, woe is me card on the bed. And then people start feeling sorry for you.
0: Yeah, rightfully so.
1: Uh I'm going to get Sally Struthers to make a commercial for me. it's just a matter of, like, thoughtful quality, I think. Really? Yeah. That's what it is? I mean, ideas.
0: But, so, Bob goes to conferences, and people say something to him. People stop me at conferences. People hit us on social media, in Discord, in Slack, um, on my Twitch stream. It's a recurring topic. Now... I don't think that's accidental, Bob. I don't no, think no, that's I people think, feeling bad. No, I think it's. You I know, think it's a true there validation.
1: Fifty-five, forty-five. Like you know, <laughs> ratio. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. They're just mm-hmm. noting that. Right. Oh, stop whining and crying! Is this I'm, like a? Are you done?
0: No, I just we were talking about recurring themes. Okay. And stuff we were proud of, and I was proud that there was support for the
1: little guy. <laughs> you're the little guy, <laughs> you're gonna kill me here. Uh, if you're the little guy, I hate to see the adult. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What would that person's cranium look like? Come oh. on, oh my god! Uh, one one final episode that I wanted to just give a nod to is I forget what number it was, maybe fifty through eighty somewhere in there. Uh, we were in Las Vegas, and David Husband sat down with us, yeah. uh, and it was a it was a I think a cute episode. A thoughtful but he was a he's david was he's he uh, passed away maybe a year or so ago uh just so just posthumously uh i just wanted to that's one of my favorites mm-hmm. we've had a few guests we've had richard core we've had david we've had uh, uh broderick uh mm-hmm. trisha mm-hmm. not very many We mm-hmm. we don't do a lot of that but the one the people we have had I've enjoyed, and yeah. David's one of my favorites. So, uh, David, uh, I wish you well up there. I hope you're having a you know nice cold one and just doing agile stuff. Um, w- one thread I wanted to, on my list I was thinking, and I wanted to get your reaction, we've tried to disagree, and um, it's funny.
0: It's a never-ending pit of disappointment.
1: Right. It's like we, we and we, this is an artificial. We, because we want it to be learning. Right. So part of learning is okay. like patterns and anti-patterns and we want to sort of do that. Uh, but we, we go in and try to not intentionally, but try to take different perspectives, but we always end up agreeing. And I think it's because we're aligned. We're so we're philosophically or sort of in the principles we align. So we don't always agree. Like release planning is something. There's, these, yeah, there's a lot of topics that we, we're not exactly aligned, but principally. So react to that.
0: Yeah, it's something that we strive for. And then by the end of the episode, we just look at each other and we have this, well, that was disappointing. Because we, we, we have the intent of, okay, this is going to be a spicy one. Like we we really disagree. And what it turns out, which is how this happens often in the workplace. And I encourage you to have the same discussions Bob and I have so that you can realize in reality, you're aligned. There's a semantics thing or a slight variation of a theme. But when you boil away the surface bits under the covers, we really think the same. And that's one of those things that I think happens often in the workplace, but people don't sit down and have that real discussion about what they mean and get to the point and realize, yeah, we really are in alignment as opposed to what generally happens where they never have that discussion and there's this false frustration when in reality they're aligned.
1: Now, I don't think it's, I'm going to disagree with you a, a, a little, no, no, but I think it's a principle thing. So in the workplace, I think what happened – so not everyone just – so you're not going to get alignment just out of discussion in the workplace. Right. Right. So let's say I'm a scrum master in the workplace and I'm talking to a senior leader in the workplace. If we are principally aligned, then I think we can get to that good place. If we're not, if you have a waterfall leader and an agile scrum master and their their goals and objectives and their principles are yeah. misaligned – I, they could talk for a day, and I, that's my point. I, I, so but I'm I think
0: not, oftentimes that discussion never happens. Yeah, I agree with that's you. That's really where yeah, I'm
1: at. Yeah, yeah. But it's the principles. You and I will disagree. I mean, I, I, I'd be willing. You, We've worked together a little bit, uh, but I'd work with you any time mm-hmm. uh, because we're principally aligned, right? Now, you I might attack a problem slightly differently than you would, but our goals, our objectives, yeah. our heart it, our heart is in the right place. Do you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, and I i, um, I was kind of raised in the school of Bob. Like, when I was starting at Teradata, I accepted a job, and my official title was Scrum Master. And I remember telling my wife, and she said, have you ever done that? And I said, no, but I'll figure it out as we go. And so that, that was my really – that was my first feet-first leap into right. Agile and Scrum. So I started figuring things out, and – you were there and you started to be the sounding board for me as I was figuring things out. So I think who we are inside helps that, but also there's a lot of things I learned the learning, from, yeah. from Bob because yeah. I go back and listen to those early episodes and I actually try not to. And I realize how little I knew. <laughs>
1: like it's, well, you were learning. Yeah, right? it you was,
0: in- it, it's, it's painful for me to listen to those episodes early when I was figuring things out. And I just, I can sit there and mumble, like, man, you you dummy. Like, you really don't know what you're talking about. Um, but that was 10 years ago, right. and I've learned. So that's that's a bit of a challenge with the older episodes. That's why I start to apologize to people, and they tell me they've listened to all 150. And but, they do. Yeah. You know that?
1: I mean, there's a lot of folks that do that. I, I think it also, but it shows our growth. That was one of my next points, and it segued into that, is just the growing. I mm-hmm. think you've grown and and not related to, I mean a little bit to me, mm-hmm. but, but a lot to you. Um you've grown phenomenally. Like like you've grown you've gone from team coach and technologist to leader mm-hmm. and organizational thinker and systems modeler and role model and things like that. And I've seen that growth over you know and Medicasters, i i think you you know it's not like we're going to highlight it but you would see that in the discussion mm-hmm. over the years right um i think i've i've grown but i've also adapted i mean you've been good for me like challenging me we, we may end up agreeing one of the things with my style is i almost never agree with someone in you know like if you challenge me with something right away i don't I rarely like succumb and agree. Mm-hmm. But I think about it offline. Yeah. I'm a thinker, I'm an mm-hmm. introvert, so I, I think and I you know how reflective I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll think about it and then I'll change my mind. And I think what's happened with me is maybe in the Medicast I don't I don't move very much, but I, but I move offline. And then I changed my style. Mm-hmm. And I learned not just from you, but from all of the clients and all of the coaches I've worked with and things like that. So I think for me, I've sort of evolved is the way I think it over the 10 years. Uh, I've learned a lot, but I flex and I've made mistakes. And it's like, it's kind of cool sometimes to say, you know, that was wrong. And when I say evolved, I mean, some of the early advice I had. Mm-hmm. So it, it's not always newbie early on, right? You were new. Yeah. I was experienced, but Mike Cohn is my best example of this. He, I mean, he's written books about stuff and he's gone back and said, that was stupid yeah. and it's, and it's sort of hard cause you put it in print. So it's, it's out there. And he's like, no, nah, that was a kind of a stupid idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've moved on from that or half of it was a stupid idea and things like that. I think that's pretty healthy is mm-hmm. to evolve. So I, I think Medicaster is one, I, I'm proud of us of how we've grown, um, and that that to me would be probably one of the biggest drivers for going back and listening to a lot of the episodes is looking under the covers and mm-hmm. seeing sort of seeing the thematic growth of us uh, behind the curtain. So prep. Mm-hmm. So one of the things, or <laughs> so one of the things that's amazed me and it's annoyed the shit out of me as well occasionally, but Josh doesn't prep. Josh doesn't like to plan and and I've adapted to that and the key thing is I'm not busting Josh. it's worked yeah. so behind the curtain we we don't do very like any hardly any planning whatsoever and 150 episodes it's explain it to me Josh how does that work out
0: uh what, to me it's I tried to maintain the original model so the original idea for the podcast was based on the lunches that Bob and I would go to where we would launch into these discussions and we didn't precede those discussions. It was just two friends talking. So I've, I've fought to keep that vibe of us just talking and wandering and finding our way. Sometimes it works out great. Sometimes it's like, well, that wasn't a great one, but in the end it was us getting together and having a discussion. And that that's, that's what I wanted to capture when I initially threw out the idea, was it's, I wanted it to be that same lunch, but just with a microphone between us. It's
1: clearly worked, yeah. right? I mean, I'm a planner. That's, that's where my discomfort comes from. Um, and when I say we don't plan Metacasters, I mean, it is, it is the norm for us to look each – you know, we sit down, we set up the equipment, we look each other in the eye, and it's like, what are we going to talk about today? and we have a recording looming over our head i don't think we've ever walked away without recordings meaning an idea emerged right yeah yeah uh now very occasionally josh will send me an email or a text message you know within 24 hours what are we going to talk about so there's maybe a little bit of a a sort of a you know sort of a a you know uh, a tick uh, Mm -hmm. to talk but that that's we don't get stuck on those topics. So that's always amazed me as to how we... And I mean, I'm, we're talking like, on average, what? what's our average length? Like 30 minutes or something? Thirty forty, uh, probably minutes? Probably
0: more than that. Probably close to 40.
1: So like 40 minutes of freaking yakking. Now, of course, let's be clear, probably 82% of that... I'm glad you're admitting reality. <laughs> no, shut up. <laughs> so... So that that's been actually cool. We, remember that guy in Australia? We gave him, I think we gave them advice not to overplan or yeah. something, didn't we? I mean, planning is Corey Bryan. Is yeah, he, there were,
0: there was somebody that wanted to launch into doing the same thing, and so we had a, we had a Skype or Zoom or whatever it was that we talked to him and just kind of said, "Hey, here's how we got here," and um, we just gave him our background of minimal planning. Now, to your point, Corey, who's a product guy. Right, plans and edits. So one of the things that would have prevented us from getting two hundred and fifty episodes was the amount of editing that I know yeah. Corey and others do Oh, he's rigorous around the post production.
1: Do you ever do you ever go in a Corey? You should go on a Corey show.
0: Oh man. He sends you I'm a, kind of
1: afraid to he sends you like a prep list, like this is what we're gonna talk about. I mean like I'm talking like four word pages. Yeah. Right. Wow. That's He's impressive. He and then he like sort of edits it later. He's like meticulous. Yeah, and I mean, and, and they, I'm not picking on that. There are there are people that do that. So I
0: I'm a big Reddit guy, and the the podcast subreddit. I was reading through some discussions there, and people that go in and edit out the pauses. Or the filler noises or the breaths or anything like that. And they go and they do that. And I just, what, that, like, I, it never even crossed my mind to
1: go do that. That's just not, I don't so, have so the patience that's for that. What, so we come in au naturel.
0: <laughs> Something, yeah, pretty much.
1: <laughs> yes. I think that's, now, get back to our feedback though. And you get more, probably equal. We both get equal to more. Mm-hmm. I think people like our style in general, right? Don't we get positive feedback from folks?
0: Yeah, we've heard things about the style of just you and I talking, but also our format's a little bit longer than others, and that seems to fit well, at least with the people that have told us. I'm sure there's people that haven't told us, that maybe listened to one episode and couldn't get through it because their commute was too short. But there are people that have a longer commute that appreciate our longer episodes because it fits nicely with their drive or their training, even our or whatever little,
1: you know, our little, and you know, like it takes us a while to get to topic. Sometimes, again, probably my fault, <laughs> somewhat, right? So we have intros, and we and we ramble in the beginning. You do too, I know, a little bit, right? Yeah. So it takes us a while to get our legs underneath us. But I think folks have even said that the intros and things like that.
0: Yeah the the, the intro jokes are something that we had to. We didn't have to bring it back, but I but I brought back because I kept getting people saying, "Hey, what happened to those, the those little refunds Yeah, or whatever it, yeah. Was, yeah. it just, I so that yeah. was." I thought that
1: was I thought that was kind of cool. One theme, and I'm just driving, so if you have something on your list,
0: it's normal. I'm used to it. Um,
1: I, I as I was really thinking about it, as I looked back on the episodes, we did a lot of basics early mm-hmm. on, like story writing, estimation, uh, roles and responsibilities. And if you think about it, we've evolved lately, probably last year or two, into other, like other package themes that I think of. I hate to say they're more advanced, but it's not the basics anymore. I
0: think reality is that's the evolution of the topics I was comfortable with because we would throw out topics and I would say, ah, you know, I'm not, I don't feel that I'm not. I'm, I'm not confident in that i don't i'm not ready for that or okay. that's that's not All something right. so i think a large part of that is driven by my comfort level of how i've grown in the evolution where 10 years ago oh. was like let's just talk about the basics like the
1: fear series yeah we would have never Mm-mm. tackled the fear series early on Mm-mm. like in the first year or two uh and that's a complex that's sort of a you know squishy scary pun intended topic and uh and, the, you know, so it was more tactical mm-hmm. and more strategic. And I don't know if I see us going back to those tactical topics. I mean, not that it's where I'm opposed to that, but we seem to be on a different, I don't know, our trajectory is different mm-hmm. over the last few years. And it's it feels also right.
0: what's in the front of our mind.
1: I I think so. You know? it's our,
0: that's where our passion, that's where the 45 minutes come from. Is there something meaty that we're wrestling with right um, now? Right, right now. Yeah. And it, it's a it can be a counseling session for me at times where I talk about things that I'm struggling with or working through or anything like that. And then say, well, you know, let's talk about
1: this. I think it is a trajectory of where we're at, right? Mm-hmm. I, that makes more sense. That makes sense to me. And it probably, so one of my questions was, what do you think the future is going to be? So maybe that trajectory is sort of an indicator of that. I don't know. So, if you were to project five years from now, do you think we'll still be going? We'll still be talking topics. So uh, I'm sure look, we will. Take a look ahead. what. What do yeah. you think the future looks like?
0: I think um, word count will get out of control, and I'll just bow out, and it will be the Bob Galen podcast. <laughs> 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 and, and I think, or I will little, write some. And I'll piece have of a little software. cardboard, Josh. Anderson. Yeah, or there'll just be something where I push a button, and it's. Welcome to the Metacast. This is Josh Anderson. and like, oh, no, wait, he's not here anymore. I'll use and you. Bob Galen.
1: Actually, you know what I'll replace it with? Right after that, this is, and then there'll be, every once in a while, I'll hit the, like, the whine button. And, yeah, it will be me. And it'll be you crying. Yeah, and yeah. I'll jump in, and then, you know, that'll and be po- the humor. And folks won't even notice. No. It, be like, it's like, oh, wow, that's Josh. He's, yeah. He just never stops whining. <laughs> that's not nice. So, so what else about the future? No, you- I,
0: I think it will be... A continual evolution, right? That's, that's. Um, if I knew where we'd be in five years, I'd be super happy. That'd be cool to know that. But um, I've started a couple companies. You've got all kinds of stuff going on. Um,
1: well, my trajectory is changing, right? It's like we're generationally, yeah. uh, you and I are about 20 years apart. So I'm heading into retirement-ish mm-hmm. in that era, the twilight of my career. And you're... Accelerating a bit, mm-hmm. right? You have stability under you, like leadership roles, but you're also st- like looking at entrepreneurship and things mm-hmm. like that. So I think that's going to be, so I, I suspect that will probably influence the metacast. Yeah. I think mine, I'm being more reflective. So I think my part of the trajectory will be more like retrospective stuff and then client. I'll continue to talk about clients and challenges. and what. That's the theme to me is what I've sort of seen. Mm-hmm. And when I get aggravated or pissed about something, right, like a repeated pattern, I'll, I use the Metacast as an outlet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm interested to see your the next 10 years for your career is going to be an interesting trajectory, yeah. right, I think.
0: Yeah, I think we'll continue to evolve topics and – you talked about that systems thinking and organizational alignment and everything that goes along with that. And um, one of the things I'm very passionate about is building a truly agile company. You know, that's been the next step for me. Is okay. I've built departments. I've done that. Now it's the corporate level. And can we have something like our our agile biker buddy Eric is working on with with Transloke of going agile at the organization level. Right. My goal is to do that from the start, not retrofit it, but a lot like Dude Solutions where it's okay, we're doing this from the start, not at the department level, but at the company level. And yeah. what does that look like, and how does it work, and those challenges, and everything goes along with that. Um, that's that's something that I expect to evolve into.
1: What about thank yous? If you were to thank, I mean, uh, you have a list. Did we cover with- I was forced to make a list. And I, we haven't adhered to it. So
0: I, I'm not. I'm. No, I sit down, and Bob talked about, hey, how it worked. How we just sit down and start talking. All right. And Bob I hands made. me a pen and a piece of paper. And I like, here, son, do your homework. <laughs> Are you doing the violin?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's the world's smallest violin. You cry a lot, man. Come on. Buck up, Bucky. Come y- you on. Know, it's not crying
0: when it's facts. It is right, you I'm just highlighting what happened. I'm reporting for our listeners. So this was
1: a non-traditional a Metacast, scenes. and I thought it might be useful. Metacaster, let me take it back. Okay. No. No.
0: I put the effort and energy no. into writing no, letters together no. No. to make words.
1: So my last item on my backlog that I mm-hmm. made was like thank yous. Mm-hmm. Do you have anyone... Uh, listeners or anything? Why don't we start with listeners that we've we, we've had some regular listeners. I don't want to call them out if you remember their names or something, but the regulars. I'd like to say thank you. There are people. Yeah. Uh, there's a, a couple guys in Australia, for example. There's a couple guys in Europe. There's a, a couple guys in the UK. I think mm-hmm. one in Scotland who've who've just listened to every episode. Not only that, they give us feedback. They ask us questions like mm-hmm. offline mm-hmm. sort of follow up. So. That kind of loyalty, that kind of like feedback that we're providing value is i think is invaluable to mm-hmm. me it's sort of it's motivational i think it, i don't know if we would if we never heard if we didn't if the clicks never increased, if we never heard anything over the last hundred and fifty episodes, I would be hard pressed if you know it it helps motivate you forward right it's encouraging
0: but i i always Wrap up the metacast as it's an excuse for two friends to get together and talk, and that's and that's ultimately. Are you getting that? Are you getting squishy? No. Okay. I've said it over and over again. All right. um, So I've maintained squishiness.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Cool. But I don't know if I'll ever be able to look at him (laughs) the same way again, Metacasters. Uh, So.
0: I mean we we've we've gone up in listeners, we've gone down in listeners, we've 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 plateaued um but it and I I look at that cuz it's cool and it's exciting and it's fun um but that's not that's not the driver for me.
1: I would I would agree. So maybe that's a thank thank you Josh for yes, being a fine. friend. Oh aw, no hugs god so but no uh i agree with you my my primary driver and you know how perky i get in the beginning so you can see that i'm well aware of the perkiness you 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 are so so i get i get happy i get happy to see josh every time and then i usually uh start poking at him and joking and sometimes lately more so than not breaking into uncontrollable laughter
0: (laughs) well but that's the thing is that we know the next hour is going to be a good time yeah yeah and not only just two friends poking at each other, but also we're going to have a discussion where at some point in that hour, one of us is going to pause and think and say, "hmm, never thought of it like that
1: no it's 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 not just happy, so I appreciate you um and you're a friend but it and that's important mm-hmm. but it's and I like hanging out, but it's I think what you, it's meaningful conversation sometimes mm-hmm. we have meaningful uh, I've given you some hard feedback mm-hmm. at times. Rightfully and you, so. And you've, no, no, rightfully or not rightfully, actually the most impressive thing for me is that you take it and you do something with it. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean you always follow it, but it, you, you're thoughtful. Mm-hmm. You're a feedback, right? You're a sponge when it comes to feedback. You're mm-hmm. just trying to improve. Mm-hmm. So you put your ego aside, et cetera. Which is hard to do. Which is hard to, no, I'm not joking. For anyone to put yeah. their ego aside and really listen and embrace hard feedback is hard and you do that. Uh, now it may take time sometimes, mm-hmm. but you do that. You're or you're earnestly I think we're both earnestly trying to get better. Um uh, and we get better from I mean frankly you're you're as close to a coach as I get. Mm-hmm. I mean I don't I'm not I just put a blog post out this morning where I was looking for a coach or something. Or I was talking about coachability. Mm-hmm. Like every coach should have a coach. Um and you've been you know, you don't look at it this way. I, I don't know if I formally look at it this way, but you, you have coached me. Well, so something time. that
0: I've evolved into as I've grown in roles, what I've realized is that executives never get reviews. They yeah. never get feedback. They You're never just hanging, get anything. Right? So whenever I talk to an executive, one of the things I always do is I sincerely ask, how are you? How yeah. are think' Because nobody ever, nobody ever stops to ask them that. Everybody brings world is ending problems, and you need to solve it because you're the C exactly. whatever exactly. And no one ever just says, "Hey, how are you doing? What can I help you with? What's going on?" And it's interesting that initial response where people look at me kind of sideways, like, well, "Why are you asking me that?" I'm like, because right. I know nobody asks you that, and I've been in your position, and there's no one, there's no one to go to. So when somebody says, "Hey, how are you doing?" Um that's helpful right Right. so that's a that's a transition i've been making in the past year or so as i've evolved in those roles is just trying to help a little bit when i can i know i don't have all the answers but just become a sounding board
1: that's you've you've been as close to a coach and not just for a year i mean again it's evolved but from the beginning um just having someone who challenges my thoughts Mm -hmm. Right, just and again, like I said, I think about stuff constantly offline, right? I'm reevaluating my positions and you've helped me with that. So I appreciate that. Anything else? I'm done I've ended my backlog.
0: You've got your list done. I'm did done with you my check list. Them all off?
1: Yeah. I um, did, I checked them all the off. The
0: last thing for me was um babe. Just the just the number of babes. And the references to Rat Packs. I just love that reference, though. I know, but what percentage of our audience do
1: you think actually knows who the Rat Pack is? Oh, come on. It's got to be that. Oh, do you think it's not relevant? I,
0: well, it's somewhat it, would relevant. Would it be like
1: talking about Tchaikovsky or something like that? <laughs> I you don't know? know. Oh, my God. Papyrus. Papyrus. I, I You're probably right. You know that? There was a movie Babe there, what was it, Babe the Pig or something like that? Yeah. When was that? That's probably I, I feel I like, like I was in
0: like f- middle oh, school or high God. school when that
1: came out. And I was trying to get more I was trying to get a more a more sedate reference. That's a
0: progression from the rat pack. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I
1: was trying to bring it forward. All right, all right. Maybe maybe I'll just maybe what would what would be a more relevant? I don't know, because you started on me today with sun.
0: Like, you transitioned sun. from babe to but sun. That was
1: because I was listening. MediCasters, go back and listen to the Waterfall don't. Bob don't. Agile Josh don't episode. And I was listening to that today to prep for this, this MediCast, and I must have said sun quite a bit. Was, I was getting that, like, southern, feisty, <laughs> right, sort of confederate. Officer, you know you're questioning my integrity, son. Or whatever. <laughs> Those are fight, them's fighting words, son. Uh, so gosh. enough of that. Uh, we done? Stick a fork in it. Yep, I think we're done. I, Josh, I'll just leave it. I hope we have ten, uh, like 150 more. So I don't know why not. It's it's would be very cool to have. Gosh, 300. Can you imagine? What a what a number. Mm-hmm. So from beautiful downtown Cary, North Carolina, I thank my co-host uh, immensely. It's been, what a ride. It's been a wonderful ride. So 150 down and 150 to go. Uh, from beautiful downtown Cary, North Carolina, I'm Bob Gale. And I'm Josh Anderson. Shake and bake, y'all.
0: Well, you, can't, you can't do the hand bake.
1: I did. You know, oh gosh. God. I feel like we should, would have ironed this out. It. I stole it. I fifty st- oh, episodes. Crap. I do do that occasionally. You right? do, and I give
0: you that look. Like and what you, you give doing? me that
1: look, like I'm out of I'm out of whack. Oh, I am. You know what? In the uh, waterfall, Bob, there was an out of whack moment in the beginning of that as well. I do that a lot. So what is, what is my trend? High word count, low value, <laughs> out of whack thinking. Yeah.